0: Welcome to Gautrain Talks, a podcast series for people on the move. Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. The Gautrain Management Agency, in partnership with the Gauteng City Region Observatory, hosted the fifth installment of the annual Public Transport Knowledge Seminar in October 2022, This year's theme was action learning for innovation in public transport and in part two we're listening to Ricky Stock, a researcher from Studio Fundi, about innovative transport problem solving and the wayfinding report.
1: Studio Fundi is a human-centered design consultancy that uses a combination of behavioral science and visual communication to solve problems, change behavior and communicate big ideas. What this means is that we help businesses create innovative products and services that put their users first. My relationship with the GMA started last year when I was approached to advise on ways in which innovation and human-centered design could be integrated into the network. This year I was asked, where would you start? Now there are services, good services, and great services. And naturally the goal is to design a great service. And that's done by answering all three of the following questions in the affirmative. Does the service work? Is it easy to use? And is it satisfying for the user? Now, the how train itself works, that is to say it gets passengers from point A to point B, but for many, it's not that easy to use. And there are several reasons for this, but my gripe, and that of many others, is that the network's wayfinding is particularly confusing. At this point, it's important that I explain what I mean when I say wayfinding. Wayfinding are the mechanisms that help individuals navigate a space and can be both explicit, like signage, or implicit, like the direction of an escalator. And these variables can be changed and adapted to help individuals navigate using both their conscious and subconscious. And so when I was asked where would I start, wayfinding was my immediate suggestion, and that's exactly what we did. What I'm going to tell you about today is the results of the research we conducted in the first of a three-phase project towards improving the passenger's experience on the Chao train. With that in mind, I'd like to start by saying that there was an overarching theme that came out of my research, and that is that the wayfinding on the network was not designed with the nuance of a South African culture in mind. And the more time that I spent on the network observing passengers and talking to the security staff, the clearer it became that the design of the network's wayfinding is deeply rooted in that of an international rapid transit network, such as those in London, New York or Paris. The first way that this lack of nuance displays itself is in the way that South Africans define what it means to be lost. Regardless of the station I was on, I would have a variation of the same conversation with the security guards. I would ask, do passengers get lost on the network? And the guard would reply emphatically every time that they didn't. I would then ask, do they ever ask you for directions? And the security would laugh and say, yes, all the time, it's a huge problem. And there were several reasons that they gave for why they thought people were asking for directions, but ultimately, and as someone who's currently commuting between London and Johannesburg, I can say that this interaction is very indicative of South African culture. In London, and in other international metropolitans with bigger and more established transit networks, a passenger is considered lost if they can't find a sign. In fact, in my experience, especially in London, passengers would rather be lost than ask for directions. On the Chao train, the opposite is true. The passenger is considered lost if they can't find someone to ask. South Africans would rather ask for directions than find or read the signage. In reassessing the network's wayfinding, we need to strike the balance between the locals who default to asking for directions and the tourists who would rather be stuck in limbo between escalators in search of a sign telling them which way is up and which way is down. The second big issue I found is that the network signage relies on the passenger knowing not only the direction of, but the relationship between the north, south, west and east of the city. Unlike Manhattan, which is built on a grid, or London, where every road has a postcode that corresponds to where you are geographically, Johannesburg is a sprawling city and the majority of the residents know three things. Soweto is in the south, Santon is in the north, and broadly speaking, the airport is somewhere on the east Rand. Beyond that, our understanding of how these landmarks relate to one another geographically is relatively non-existent. In the context of the Gautrain, this is a problem because the line names and signage is entirely determined by north, south, west and east. The fact that Santon is west of Marlborough doesn't mean that a Joburger will intuitively make that connection, because to a Joburger, Santon is north. I use Marlborough as an example because this is one of the stations that causes the most confusion, but the problem is network-wide. This is my favorite example at Hatfield, where the station has one line, two trains, and they both only go in one direction to the same destination. Still, I watched passenger after passenger stare blankly at the signs and then ask for directions. South Africans navigate using landmarks, and the signage needs to reflect that. The final problem I isolated is that there simply aren't enough maps on the station, and where there are enough maps, there are often aerial maps which are hard to understand or are poorly located. I had one particularly enlightening conversation with two security guards at Park Station where I was told that in fact there were too many maps on the platform, but that passengers could only find them if they were shown where they are. For wayfinding to be effective, a passenger should never have to actively look for a map or a sign. There should always be one within their line of sight. I could go into a lot more detail, but for now I'll say that the research is done and it's time to design, iterate, innovate and improve the Gautrain signage by strategically using both explicit and implicit interventions to improve the passenger experience on the network. Thank you.
0: Much thought goes into improving the passenger experience on the Gautrain network, a worthwhile lesson from part two. To listen to more from the fifth instalment of the annual public transport knowledge seminar and other interviews about the How Train, please subscribe to our podcasts by searching for How Train Talk Station on your podcast app. You can also access further material on our website, that's HowTrain.coza, or follow us on Twitter.